Hey, my name is Suhani, and this is my podcast, The Fem Stem Mythbusters. So today's episode is about caring professions and whether um, girls are more likely to want to pursue these over careers in STEM. And I'm excited to introduce my second guest, Edima Elinuinga. She is the Chief Technology Officer at a nonprofit organization called Zero to Three. She is responsible for the IT strategic planning and implementation of technology solutions to support the organization. And before joining this Zero to Three, she served as the Executive Director of Information Technology at the United States Nations Foundation. And she has also led an award-winning team recognized by the Tully Awards for its leadership in cloud-based and mobile technology through a video case study in 2016. And all in all, she's been in STEM for many, many years. Hi, it's really, really nice to meet you. And I'm really, really excited to have you as my guest on my podcast. And uh, I'd love to start by asking you uh, to talk a little bit about your journey and how you succeeded in STEM so far. Yeah, uh, thank you so much, Suhani, for inviting me to your podcast. I'm happy to share um, a little bit about my journey in uh, technology, in STEM, specifically technology. Uh, so um, I'm originally from Tanzania, and when I graduated from high school in Tanzania, I was really not thinking about pursuing um, uh, 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 a career or going to college for um, STEM, uh, such as techno- uh, technology or any other um, areas of STEM. Uh, however, when I found out that I had an opportunity to come to college in the U.S., um, I knew that I needed to, to learn how to use the computer because I had never uh, touched a computer or, or used the computer in the past. So as I was waiting to come to college, I enrolled in computer classes to start learning the basics of computers, such as, you know, at that point it was called WordPerfect, that is uh, like Microsoft Word, and Lotus Notes, that is, you know, uh, Excel now uh, nowadays, and, and you know, um, other basics of, of, of computer um, uh, uh, applications. And from there, I really started to have an interest in technology. So while my major was uh, in business administration, when I arrived in the U.S. and started going to college, I quickly changed my major from business administration to um, uh, a bachelor degree in, in, in um, uh, a bachelor of science in information technology. Um, and that was the beginning of my journey in, in technology. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, the classes that I was taking and the studies that I was taking um, and uh, my teachers. And actually, I didn't used to like math when I was in high school. I didn't have an interest in math, but I think I just had a, a different mindset or more of a 
growth mindset. And um, uh, I started to pay attention to, to my math uh, uh, teacher. And I couldn't believe how much I scaled and how much I started to like math at that point. So um, uh, moving forward uh, after graduation, I, uh, there was uh, the good news is there was a high demand in the um, uh, IT field, information technology. And uh, uh, with that, I was able to, to get an opportunity to, to start my career um, in information technology as, as a contractor or a consultant working for um, uh, the government agencies. Uh, and then later moved on uh, to, to uh, the nonprofit organization. I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, your role currently in the organization that you work in and, you know, how the, the fact that you're a CTO, that's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to share. So um, I started my career as a, a help desk of a person or IT support person and, and grew from there just by really having the passion in what I was doing and then um, uh, looking for opportunities to, to, to improve and, and to make a difference in the organization that I was working at. You know, um, uh, IT is more about customer service. It's about understanding uh, uh, the needs, um, the needs of our, our customers or our colleagues, and be able to help them to to achieve their their their, their job or their goals um, uh, by helping them to to use technology in solving complex problems. So I think that was really an area because I have a passion in helping people. Uh, and I have a, a passion. I'm a very, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm a very ambitious person where I feel like there's always a solution to, to some problems that we have here in the world. And, and, and uh, my passion is to help people to be able to solve those issues. And that combina combination of the passion of helping people and the experience in technology really helped me to then work uh, towards um, uh, creating solutions to solve complex problems. I think that is what has helped me uh, in uh, uh, my growth uh, in my career uh, from there where I, I was an IT support specialist specialist to become an IT manager, managing the, the, the IT department, to then uh, moving on to becoming an IT director. And uh, for the last, um, I would say, four years or five years now, that I became the chief technology officer, where my focus more is on strategy, but also uh, with the same goal and the same theme of helping people solve conf com uh, uh, complex problems by helping people to improve efficiency, by helping people to, um, to automate processes. So that's that, just, just that combination of you know, technology and, um, and customer service and ensuring that um, uh, people are able to do their work in a, in a much easier way, and then to improve the user experience and improve processes and security um, of the data that we have at, at our organizations. Wow, that's quite a journey, you know, and that 
I, I really like how you talked about how you were able to blend these two uh, areas that you really liked, you know, which included STEM and you know, this customer service, which actually brings me to the question or the myth that we're going to try and bust. And I want to start by getting your opinion. Do you think that girls are more likely to want to pursue caring professions, which is why they maybe don't go into STEM? Yeah, so it's very unfortunate that this myth has been normalized in our society. And it's, it's mostly uh, from the social belief system that we have in our society and, and stereotype that, um, that condition um, uh, girls to think that they're not capable of pursuing STEM, uh, especially when they don't really see people like them in the STEM um, uh, field. So it's not necessarily that, you know, girls are not capable or girls should not be able, are not able to pursue STEM. But I think it's more of that stereotype that has been built uh, that conditioned girls to think that, oh, I'm not good enough in STEM. And it really requires um, us as the community, I mean, as, as the community uh, to find a way to encourage girls to change that mindset of thinking that, you know, they're not good in STEM or, you know, I, before our interview, I, I, I decided to just ask, randomly ask a few girls um, and, and whether, you know, why they are not pursuing STEM or not, or why are they pursuing STEM? And the answer that I got from this really smart girls is that, oh, I'm better at writing and reading than math, but it's not like they're not good in math. So it's just, again, uh, peer pressure. I think peer pressure because my friends are doing this and, you know, uh, and more people in class, uh, uh, you know, uh, that are pursuing the maybe humanities or social studies or other studies that are not STEM, uh, that there are more girls there. So they feel like that's where they belong or, or, or maybe uh, thinking that, you know, yeah. So, so you're saying, I, I really like how you're saying that it's kind of the set mindset that we've had. And you're right. We've had this for years, you know, for centuries. Um, it was always like the role for the woman to, of the house to kind of take care of the children, you know, like teach them the basic stuff. And then like the boys will, the men would be the ones who went out and made the money were the breadwinners of the house. And um, I, we, we know that this has changed over the past few years. But as you said, this is a mindset we really need to step out of. And, <clears throat> and with that, we're going to encourage more girls to pursue it. And I think as you mentioned, a lot of it was peer pressure as well. So if we, if we get more girls in STEM learning in, in like STEM classes, then it would kind of have the opposite effect where girls would be encouraged to pursue STEM as they are, as they may be for writing and um, reading, which are also amazing professions. It's just that we have this lack of representation in, in this field. 
And which, as you said um, yourself, that you do need to have this diversity of ideas, you know, which is why actually I talked about it in my previous episode, my previous guest said that there's that need of diversity of ideas, like that flow of ideas, which is uh, in the STEM field for better solutions, more innovative innovation and creativity. So I think if we do get more girls and they bring in that maybe caring aspect, we can find better solutions and uh, just make just just make the STEM field better. That's very very true. You know, I think um, girls are just as good in creativity uh, as 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 boys. So uh, if we can be able to to fill that gap or to at least to 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 bring it up a little bit, I think it's gonna you know uh, be helpful for for everyone. Uh, across across the board, as girls will bring different ideas um, uh, that maybe boys may not, you know, may not have this similar ideas. So I, I think that will be really great if we, we find ways to continue to encourage girls to to pursue um, uh, STEM um, uh, studies in, in STEM, and perhaps mm-hmm. even for teachers to to find ways to, to teach girls in a way that will make them more interested in, in, in STEM classes or in math or, or, or science or technology. Um, so I'm really hoping that we all as the, the, the generation right now can, can figure out ways to, to, to change that and, and kind of move that bar a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned um, having role model like there are a few role models in the STEM field, right? So I have a question for you: how did how do you think having a role model impacts the path that a girl might want to pursue? Yeah, I think having role models is is, is very important. It's critical. However, I, I want to share my story where. My role models or my initial, my, my mentors at the beginning of my career were not women. You know, it was men who interviewed me, trusted in me, and offered me, offered me the opportunity to start working in technology and taught me. And I was perhaps um, maybe two females uh, in a team of maybe two or three females in a team of 20, uh, a man. And, you know, I just didn't go to work every day thinking that I was a female or that I was, you know, a black woman or that I was an immigrant or, uh, you know, uh, just all these other biases and stereotypes that sometimes we carry around with us. I went to work just as a Dima who was... um, trying to do her best to learn and, and, and to do the best job that I can. And I think that, that really helped me to really not focus on, on my background or my identity as a woman or, you know, a black woman or an immigrant. And I just, you know, went in and did my best and asked questions and do my best and then, you know, uh, proved 
my uh, capabilities by by my performance and what I did and delivering uh, the solution. And that's how I started to build trust to those people who hired me. And most of my peers um, um, throughout my career have been men. Um, I mean, again, in technology, there are more men than women. So I do have uh, some women who are um, uh, uh, my mentors or my peers or my support system and my support group, but I don't isolate myself to just, you know, um, associate or have a network of female only. I, I make sure that I, 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 again, diversify my network and, 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 uh, collaborate or communicate or work together with anyone that is willing to, to work with me or accepts me. So I think that's another thing that we need to really change that mindset that it doesn't, you know, your, your role model doesn't have to be someone who look, uh, someone who looks like you. It, it can be anyone that is willing to help you and to support yeah. you. Yeah, I actually like that because one of my main role models throughout, I'm personally also in STEM, and one of the ma my, the main role models for me has been my dad, who isn't, who, yes, is someone that I've trusted, but I guess I haven't really related to all of his experiences, you know, um, he, he doesn't really know what it's like to be a female in STEM, but I've still looked up to him and, you know, followed a lot of the things that he's done, so... I think it's, you're right, that sometimes we need to just find whatever is in front of us and just take it so that we can you know, just dive in. Yes. Um, also, just ha sometimes it's also nice to have, you know, female role models that you can also relate, you know, struggles with and everything. But yes, I think yes. you're right that we, we should definitely step beyond just people that make us feel comfortable because they can get us farther than maybe what we might be if we just limit ourselves. And, yes, um, and um, another thing that I wanted to ask you about was how people maybe react to your position as a chief technology officer at, of a company. You know, it's not very common to have someone of your background in that position. Yes. That is very true, you know, and it, it's not just now that I'm the chief technology officer. I think throughout my career, there, there has been, have, you know, there has been um, uh, uh, situations or scenarios where, uh, people either doubt you or just don't believe that, you know, you are the person uh, who's um, uh, responsible for technology for your organization. So, you know, I've had uh, people who would come maybe new to the organization. They'll say, um, how long have you been here? How long have you been in IT? Uh, which I don't think is a question that uh, perhaps they will ask anyone or if it was a male um, uh, a person who was, was, was the, the head of the IT department. So I've had questions like that. I've had, you know, uh, a technician from Verizon coming and um, 
uh, the receptionist will call me to go speak to them and then I'll go talk to them uh, because we had called them to come and help us with some of the tel uh, telecommunication issues. And they'll say, oh, no, I'm waiting for someone from IT. And I'm like, I am the person from IT. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a lot of those um, uh, situations where people will either just doubt your, 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 um, your capability. But again, um, what I would encourage girls and young women who uh, have an interest or who are going to start thinking about, you know, at least trying to learn more about, you know, um, uh, uh, STEM to really not be set back by, you know, what people think about you or the opinions of others, you know, to just really focus on on you and your capability and what you want to do because uh, things like that can really set you back. I've sat in meetings in the past and this is something that most of my female uh, peers in, 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 uh, in technology would also relate to where you will maybe make a recommendation uh, about something and people may ignore you in the room or may not really pay attention to what you're saying. And then a male um, colleague may repeat exactly the same thing that you said. And people say, oh, that is a good idea. Oh, uh, so I want to make sure that people do not, you know, as a female, or, uh, uh, do not get discouraged by that to just, you know, again, uh, keep standing up, keep having the confidence in what you're doing, continue to deliver. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes we feel like we have to do better than that, that, that our male peers in, in, in STEM and technology in order to be recognized, um, mm. which is something that, you know, uh, I often uh, find myself doing that. You have to really uh, perform better uh, than them and, 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 and provide better substance in order to so be recognized. Do you think that this could possibly be a reason why girls maybe stick to, I, I use the word caring because that's, yes. that's, a, that's a characteristic uh, that's often associated with the female gender, you know, it's like that motherly tenden tendency, you know. So do you think that might be a reason why or just like that girls might want to pursue those rather because they've, they are generally considered to be better or they feel like people might actually listen to them then. Whereas if they were in STEM, as you've said, like that sounds frustrating you know, having your ideas stolen and then once they're repeated by someone who just is male instead of female is suddenly appreciated and, you know, thought of and considered. So, so I think I think that is uh, a, a character or I would say uh, something that is all across the, the, the corporate world. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're in STEM or not. Uh, it's just that sometimes, you know, in, in more male-dominated fields or if, even, you know, when it comes to leadership, when, when you're in the leadership position, the higher level where they're more male than female, you kind of experience, um, uh, you kind of run into those experiences where 
you know, you may not be paid attention to, but when a male repeats the same thing in a male-dominated um, room, then you know they may listen to that 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 you know to that male. But you know, again, I'm not saying that to discourage female. I'm just yeah. saying that to help them be prepared for those kind of situations and to figure out how how to address them. You may not necessarily address them right there in the room. You could try to address the address that situation in the room but you know it's, it's good to know of things that may discourage you so you are aware of it as you come into the room of like, oh someone told me about this this situation so I shouldn't really take it personal it's not about me it's just something that is common uh, when you're sitting you know with more uh, in a male dominated uh, environment which yeah. STEM is one one of that, especially in technology and engineering. I could give a specific. Uh, I can just give um, an example of 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 uh, you know of um, uh, of a scenario or a situation where that that happened. Uh, I was in a meeting and we were talking about. Um, scaling of uh, a technology solution that we had implemented. And my recommendation was to pause and receive customer feedback before we continue to, to enhance and develop new features for that technology solution. Uh, we had already spent um, a lot of money, you know, um, over a million dollars uh, developing that solution. So I said, let's wait and get feedback from our customers who are using it. And then from there, we can prioritize new features that are being uh, requested. And, um, you know, someone else, you know, I guess, I guess a male or someone else went on and talked about a different topic. And that was ignored at that point. And then uh, next week, when we had another meeting, and a, a, a male um, colleague repeated what I had said, and you know um, th that male uh, boss, who was actually a female, said, "Oh, yeah, that is a good idea. I think we should do that." Wow, <laughs> that, that yeah, I I would be really really mad if that happened. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So so I just I'm saying this to say that you know. Um, uh, female or young girls and, and, and young uh, women should not be discouraged. Sometimes we just have, you know, um, uh, to deal with different types of ego, not necessarily just from men across, you know, uh, across the board uh, that may set us back or some opinions that may be put on us to, to make us feel like we're not as capable yeah. and to just continue to, to, to push through, to ask questions and to try our best because we really need it. We really need to fill this gap. There are over a million jobs in STEM that are open here in the US as of today. And we really need um, uh, young women and, and young girls to start thinking and changing the mindset uh, to know that they can pursue uh, STEM uh, uh, and 
that all these other things are really bias and, and stereotype and, and a mindset that we need uh, to change that has been normalized and we need to change it. So I, from your example, I would tell me if I'm getting this right, but this, this like your experience and this general experience of maybe being slightly overlooked in the field is only part of it's only evidence of a slightly changing mindset because we have to change that mindset in females before we can kind of change it for every for the rest of the world, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah, we need to change it. We need to to build confidence. We need, you know, there's also, uh, you know, another stereotype of mindset. Oh, you know, that female sometimes if you speak up, that you looked up, uh, you looked up. You're, people will look at you as you're trying to be bossy or, or, or oh, things yeah. of that nature to really, you know, know that we can speak up as mm -hmm. long as we are being respectful of others, that we have compassion and, and we're thinking of others around us, but we shouldn't be silent, silenced. Um, and uh, we should know that we're capable of doing really anything that, that our... our, our uh, uh, male uh, uh, peers could, could do or can be able to do. I'm actually really, really glad that you brought that up because I do feel like there's a different vocabulary for successful women, yes. you know, women that are leaders um, over their male counterparts. Like while men are described as logical, practical, level-headed, uh, dependable, confident, their female counterparts are often described as, yes. um, you know, calculated, manipulative, passive, firm, you know, uh, not really using those same words, you know, the, those words had more of a negative connotation and for no reason, you know, it's just, it's simply sexism. And like we see this throughout we see this where women are judged for what they what they're wearing what they're looking like whereas men are generally their skills are based off of um how they speak how they present themselves you know so it's kind of frustrating because it's like both types of people are doing the same thing to get to where they are so why this this different um difference in treatment yes it's very sad because when a wo woman is firm and strong and capable you know um there's this society sometimes does you know bring all this negativity about women while you know, a male could do could be firm and strong. Then he's considered uh, to be that they're right doing. Yeah, the right he's thing. just. Uh, and if a mo if a woman doesn't, then it's like emotional. You know, she's she's acting on emotion. Exactly. But uh, anyways, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I also kind of want to bring this up that a lot of t this actually goes hand in hand with what you said at the beginning about how girls feel like they're better at something so then they tend to go that way instead of you know like stem for example and there's actually a statistic to support that where there's actually like 
very little difference between the mathematical ability of women and men, but um, when we can see there's a large difference, there's only only 3% of American mathematicians are actually women. And I think um, because girls feel like they're better at reading and writing, it, not that they feel like boys are better at like math than them. It's more just they feel, or actually that might also be a thing because I've always had that feeling that, oh, you know, boys are going to yes. be better at math. It's like, a, I don't know where it came from because I didn't think like that in like elementary school, but it was like in middle school when I started seeing these, um, this like split, you know, I started getting into this mindset that, oh, you know, boys yes. are better at math, so which is a terrible mindset to have because as a female in STEM, I really want to get better, be, you know, one of the best at those in that field uh, myself. So, yes. And the research has shown that it's very sad that, that you know, uh, the girls will have interest in STEM, maybe in elementary school, and then by middle school, they're starting to lose that interest. And then in high school, you have even fewer uh, uh, girls who uh, have interest in math and, and, and science. So again, I, I think it goes back to that, you know, the peer pressure, the, 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 the normalization and the hearing that, you know, oh, girls are not good at math or in one girl say oh I, I don't like math i'm just gonna you know uh, do humanities or i'm gonna you know uh, uh, focus on uh, on uh, political science then other girls would just follow through without really uh, thinking you know why uh, have i tried this uh, have i not failed so uh, just you know for us to find ways to continue to encourage each other um, and encourage girls and, and hopefully uh, for the educators to find out what really, I think we, have, we already know kind of the source of what really motivates or doesn't motivate girls from the middle school to high school to pursue STEM because that's where there's that big drop and hopefully once we're able to find a way to motivate uh, uh, girls, uh, I hope that will help us to fill up that to fill that gap of having more girls in STEM. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And but it takes a community, it takes the whole village to do that. Yeah, and I I think a point that we brought up before that I really want to reiterate is that we we need to change our own mindsets before we can you know, continue if before we can make everyone else change and like see it. Cause sometimes when you don't believe in yourself, how are you going to make other people believe in yourself? So that is so critical. So honey, you couldn't have said it better. We really need to change our own mindsets uh, and uh, to be open to trying new mm -hmm. things, to be open uh, again to, to, to um, jump out of the comfort zone. To just know that this is a myth. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, that we can 
overcome. Yeah. So I kind of want to circle back to our original question now that we've had this discussion and just, you know, talk about whether we have busted this myth or, you know, if this is kind of true and maybe how we can get better and like get farther away and, you know, turn this into a myth. So, so now, now let's go back and just think, are girls more likely to pursue caring professions? And I want to actually define caring professions. Generally, these, these tend to be, you know, nurses, teachers, which don't get me wrong. These are extremely important professions. There's nothing wrong with pursuing these. We need nurses. We need teachers. They are definitely the backbone of a lot of our society and everything. It's just that these are professions that have been associated with females and we want to break that association. We want to, we want to let everyone know that females are just as good in other professions, in STEM professions, for example, as a CTO, as, um, you know, a, a scientist or a mathematician as they are in these other fields. So tell me, do you think this is like a myth or did we bust it? Yes. I think this is a myth and I think we need to bust it. We need to bust it by, you know, uh, reminding girls and women that this is just a stereotype. This is just a social belief system that we need to change. And I think the most important thing that I, I would say again is we need to change our mindset, you know, to say, okay, this is a myth. It is not true. There is no really, you know, science that backs this up, you know, that as you had mentioned that, that you know, a, a, even in the science, um, that the research that you had uh, mentioned, it was just about a 3%. So, uh, you know, there's no biological reasons for for female to, to not pursue STEM, um, uh, you know, engineering, uh, IT. There's just so many uh, uh, STEM. Um, I mean, especially I'm just specifically speaking to the technology sector that I'm in. There's so many um, professions in technology that female can can pursue easily they can do it you know they're very we female are very females are very creative females have just the ability to be great leaders and you know in terms of nurturing and and and, and caring even the the, the the stem programs they're all also somehow associated with caring so I think we should look at it, you know, um, in that bigger picture that, you know, a doctor is someone who cares. Uh, a researcher is someone who cares uh, for people and they're, they're looking for solutions uh, uh, or treatment. You know, someone in technology is someone who cares. They, they're pro 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 producing or, pro uh, or developing technology solutions to help people do their jobs or, or get things that they want to get in, in, in a much easier way. So uh, uh, that, is, that is my take on this. I really think this is, this is a myth that we need to continue to bust. Yeah, thank you so much. I really like that kind of wrap up. Um, and you're right. I, I really don't think 
that girls want to necessarily like want to pursue these caring professions more than they want to pursue STEM. It's just that either society has created that box for them, which yes. they unfortunately might conform to, yeah. or or it's just that they they don't. It's like hard to step out, you know. So yes. the, when change that when mindset. we change that, yes. yes. And so. we can, we can continue. We can encourage more girls to pursue STEM. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time and um, for coming on and giving us your words of advice and wisdom. And thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, please feel free to email me, reach out to me if you have any suggestions or questions, and. Um, yeah, I look forward to busting more myths with you guys. Music